0: Hello everyone and thank you for joining me for this podcast now if I said to you to think of who you would think is a great biologist of our time what names would come to mind I mean there's a whole host of great biologists that I can certainly think of but this was one question that I posed my own students and one of my upper sixth biologists Alice answered the question suggesting that Gregor Mendel the so-called father of genetics, was perhaps the greatest biologist of our time. So at this point, I'd like to actually thank Alice for conducting some research and providing the content for me to use for this particular podcast. I'm going to basically put forward the argument that Gregor Mendel is perhaps the greatest biologist of our time. And in fact, this podcast will be a a series where I'll look at different uh, people and Analyze really their contributions to the field of biology. Mendel's work on inheritance really did revolutionise the theory of evolution and it led to the establishment of the field of genetics and his scientific method and mathematical research led to a shift in how science, I guess, overall is conducted. His work has had an extensive impact on many different aspects of biological science and it's still influencing research today. Mendel was a monk in an area which is now part of the Czech Republic. His monastery was already involved in many scientific research projects, including investigations into inheritance. And it was here that Mendel was first introduced to new ways of thinking. He began a decade-long study of pea plants to try to gain an understanding of their patterns of inheritance, crossing them to count and study the ratios at which different characteristics or traits, including height and the shapes and the colours of the seeds and the flowers appeared. Pea plants are simple to cross and they're quick to grow, allowing for repeat experiments and significantly more reliable results. Mendel was lucky to discover the mechanisms behind inheritance, as his decision to use the pea plant enabled him to make observations that might otherwise have been difficult. They have many distinct characteristics, each coded for by just one gene, unlike in humans, for example, where many factors may be partly responsible for a single characteristic, let's say. Mendel's use of the simple pea plants could therefore be used to work out how the laws of inheritance operated in more complicated organisms. Mendel counted and recorded the frequencies at which the traits were passed on to infer the basics of how inheritance worked before genetics had even been discovered. Through statistical analyses of the results, he noticed patterns in the inheritance of the traits that he was studying and he identified different types of independently inherited factors causing the differences in appearance. Previously, the common belief was that a blending of parental characteristics occurred to create, I guess you could say, a hybrid offspring of the two. Mendel discovered that rather than expressing a mixture of both parental traits, offspring would express only one. He coined the terms dominant and recessive traits, describing dominant traits as ones that would take Priority, I guess you could say, in being expressed and recessive ones as ones that would only be expressed if there was no alternative dominant form present. He concluded that there must be some particular form of the traits being passed from parents to offspring determining their characteristics. This was the first time that the idea of a genome had been proposed and this would go on to have an immense impact. Mendel was also able to infer that each parent gave just one hereditary determinant to each gamete at random. So offspring inherited one version of each allele from each parent, meaning that factors would be inherited independently from each other. And the inheritance of different traits would not impact on each other. Now, at the time, Mendel's work did not gain much recognition and it had actually got limited influence. His work was largely disregarded. Is it went against the prevailing idea of blending characteristics? Blending as a theory seemed to be backed up by observations of human inheritance, where genetic factors are more complex, but it, it could not explain why Mendel had crossed, let's say, tall and short plants and not grown medium sized plants or produced short plants from tall plants. This could only be explained by his idea of dominant and recessive traits. His work, however, was rediscovered in the 20th century by three botanists who were researching the link between chromosomes and inheritance. His findings influenced multiple fields of biology and aided, as I've said, many further discoveries. Now, arguably, the greatest impact of Mendel's discoveries was the introduction of a previously unknown field of biology, genetics. And so he would be later called the father of genetics. Genetics is unique in being the only science originating from just one person. Mendel himself did not propose the idea of genes and their links to inheritance, but he certainly identified events such as epistasis, where several genes may interact with one another to alter how a characteristic is expressed so that a single trait may be caused by many genes. It's also clear that his work gave rise to the theory of particular inheritance, which would replace the theory of blending, and his findings were refined into modern theories of inheritance and evolution. The significance of his core work is still recognised. Characteristics following the patterns he set out are called Mendelian traits. Thomas Hunt Morgan, an early geneticist that's inspired by Mendel, identified genes as distinct areas on chromosomes and showed that specific genes for traits could be mapped, if you like, onto the chromosomes, confirming them as the material base of inheritance. Genes which are closer together on a chromosome are more likely to be inherited together when the chromosome breaks during crossing over in meiosis. Mendel's research could then be progressed by using statistical analysis of inheritance to calculate which genes were located closer together. A breakthrough leading to many discoveries about how different genes are linked and where they are located on the chromosomes, i.e. their locus, their position on the chromosome. Our knowledge of genetics and inheritance has advanced steadily, you could argue. Mendel was the first to propose that genes might be able to describe traits in a mutually interchangeable code, later proved by the discovery of bases and their representative letters on DNA. This means that genetic sequences can easily be stored on computers which has revolutionized genetic biology and medicine. The ability to store, to read and to alter genetic information has led to techniques such as genetic engineering and projects such as the Human Genome Project. Mendel worked with another plant, hawkweed, leading him to hypothesize about the existence of traits that have multiple genetic forms, now known as polygenic inheritance and he recognised that the environment may impact the expression of said traits. This was the birth of epigenetics, which has become more relevant with recent discoveries showing that environmental variants can cause genes to change, whether or not they are expressed as traits. Both epigenetics and polygenic inheritance are now major fields of study, especially in medical research. Mendel's work also impacted on the refinement of Darwin's theory of evolution to form a more modern understanding based on genetics. I mean, before Mendel's insights, Darwin's theory contradicted the blending inheritance theory, which would mean that useful characteristics selected for by natural selection would become diluted and eventually fade, and variation would decrease between successive generations rather than increase. However, Mendel's work showed that inheritance involves particular material, the genes, and that these are unchanging, they don't blend and are passed on to offspring intact. The two theories merged forming the modern synthesis of evolution which remains the theory at the core of our understanding of evolution. Genetic mutations were later identified as the main source of variation between population members and mathematical model use proved that genes coding for beneficial traits are selected for during natural selection while those producing disadvantage, disadvantageous rather apologies, traits are uh, removed from the gene pool essentially. Now this explained the causes of evolution for the first time, and a better understanding could therefore be gained of how speciation and variance occur both naturally and during artificial selection. Our understanding of evolutionary theory is still advancing, as we develop understanding of the complex interactions between genetics, organisms, and the ecosystem. The final impact of Mendel's research was not related to his findings but rather his experimental methods. He used a mathematical approach counting and recording the numbers of pea plants demonstrating each trait, meaning that he could deduce what other scientists could not, despite similar experiments having previously been undertaken. His discoveries of the fixed ratios of expressed traits allowed him to uncover the process behind inheritance. Mendel's research methods and attention to detail were quite simply pioneering. He was one of the first to record his research in such a precise manner, and many of the symbols he used in his notes are still used today when teaching about inheritance and crossbreeding, for example. Mendel's most important and long-lasting contribution to biology might be the discovery that arithmetic laws could be used to describe biological processes, ushering in a new era of scientific study using techniques such as statistical analysis, data collection and mathematical models. So what can we say to conclude this podcast on Gregor Mendel, potentially our greatest biologist of all time or just certainly one of well his findings on inheritance led to multiple new fields of research most notably genetics where breakthroughs have revolutionized biology and medicine his work has helped to create the modern understanding of how evolution selection works and his mathematical methods of analysis inspired a new approach to experiments involving models and statistics i think the most fitting way to probably end this podcast is with a quote Mendel himself wrote to a friend about his own work and is reported to have said this. My scientific work brought me much satisfaction and I am convinced the entire world will recognise the results of these studies. Well I don't think anyone can argue with that point there. All that remains for me to say is a big thank you to everyone for listening until next time.